Welcome to another PSD cast from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got uh, Subra Chandramali. He's with a Lattice Semiconductor, and, um, well, we're going to talk about uh, Internet of Things, mobile devices. In reality, I guess it's all about input and output, right? Welcome to the show, Subra. Thank you, Alex. It's uh, really exciting to be a part of your show. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, you know, I mean, it is all about input and output, right? I mean, there's no precision without feedback, and the most intelligent processor in the world, the device is dumb as a brick if it can't interpret the world around it, right? You, you, are, you hit the nail on the head, Alex. Uh, what we are trying to do at uh, Lattice is create flexibility for design engineers to use uh, disparate components. Uh, we just launched a, a new chip called Crosslink last week, and uh, this chip is primarily focused around uh, creating bridges between image sensors uh, and the application processor, or on the other side, between the application processor and the display. Well, almost, you could almost say like a visual ADC or something like that, you know, converting image to data, data to image. Uh, yes. So very often we've noticed that there's a disconnect between components, and uh, the, the chip that we just launched uh, is our first uh, programmable ASSP chip uh, that is targeting uh, bridging applications within uh, within a myriad of applications. It could be IoT-related applications. It could be uh, um, industrial handheld, human-machine interfaces, medical devices. Uh, it could also be in the traditional consumer segment. It could also be smartphones. Uh, tablets, you name it. I mean, sensors are being used almost in uh, any system that you can think of, uh, image sensors specifically. Um, and displays are getting so really popular as well. Uh, you can see uh, devices such as, um, uh, let's say, a home energy management system at your home, which is smart today, uh, which has a human-machine interface uh, display. Uh, so we've created this chip that can target multiple markets, again, focused on um, bridging applications. Exactly. Well, I mean, everything involves image. Nowadays, the, the consumer is so jaded now, if it doesn't have the ability to either take pictures, see the world around it, or at least have a decent display, they don't even consider it a sophisticated device anymore. Uh, that's correct. And I think consumers are also beginning to demand a lot more out of their uh, devices. Uh, we're looking at uh, uh, devices which have uh, edge computing capabilities with uh, basic image processing algorithms. Uh, just simple things like you have an always-on camera and you want to detect uh, movement of, a, of an object uh, and then start recording that uh, image. So there's a lot of, uh, uh, lot of things or innovative things being done with uh, image sensors specifically. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, well, what are some of the challenges that the uh, solution addresses? I mean, obviously, system integration is the biggest one, but in and among that uh, chimera of system integration, what are some of the things that this uh, solution addresses? Sure. Great question, Alex. Uh, let me uh, give you a quick perspective of uh, Lattice first for about 10 seconds. Uh, Lattice sure, Semiconductors, sure, sure. as you know, is, uh, um, has multiple programmable uh, chips. Uh, we are in the FPGA space. Uh, last year, we also acquired a company called Silicon uh, Image, and uh, we also have uh, HDMI and MHL, um, along with 60 gigahertz technology as a part of uh, a Lattice uh, portfolio now. Um, mm -hmm. 
our um, Crosslink chip that we just uh, announced is really a bring, it brings in two core values of, uh, of Lattice. It brings in the ASSP values uh, along with uh, the programmable logic fabric embedded in this device to bring to the world the first programmable ASSP device uh, that, as I spoke about, addresses multiple application areas, uh, primarily focused around image sensor and display bridging applications. Uh, where, uh, I'm sorry, you, you also mentioned, uh, I, I forgot the uh, specific question that you asked. If, if you could repeat that, that would be great. Well, no, I, it was more of a case of um, it's, a poor, it's a poor solution that uh, doesn't have multiple benefits, you know what I mean? It, it, Every right. benefit cascades throughout the device, and so I was just thinking of some of the other things that the solution addresses. Right. I think you talked about the challenges. So uh, over the last few years that we've been addressing this market, uh, we've noticed that there's really disconnect between uh, different components in the market. Um, right. Perhaps the OEM or the designer at an OEM has chosen a specific application processor or an MCU of choice uh, that does not have the same interface supported uh, by, the, uh, by the image sensor that they've, uh, that they've picked for the system. Or it could be that they are using um, uh, a component that was originally designed for the mobile market. Let's say it's going to be a DeFi display that was designed for a tablet market, making its way to the industrial segment, uh, primarily driven by cost of these devices being uh, really low. Um, but in the industrial segment, they already have existing microcontroller solutions uh, that they've been using for several years. And now there's a need for the existing microcontroller to, to interface to uh, a DeFi-based display that uh, the designer has chosen. Um, so to address markets like this, you need a bridge chip. Uh, we have been servicing this market uh, for a few years now, but with Crosslink, we've really taken this a step ahead. Uh, with Crosslink, we'd be able to address, um, we'd be able to interface to a DeFi, uh, to a DeFi using four, eight lanes of DeFi, uh, delivering total bandwidth of about 12 gigabits per second. Um, we also have uh, programmable IOs on uh, on on the chip. Uh, that are capable of uh, addressing several different interfaces like DeFi, sub-LVDS, LVDS, SLVS200, uh, CMOS. And uh, so any interface, we can bridge pretty much any of these interfaces to DeFi or, or the other way around, along with enough programmable logic uh, and embedded memory in the device to, uh, to, perform, um, to perform things like muxing, merging, demuxing, uh, arbitration, data splitting, or data conversion, for example. Uh, so it really depends on the imagination of the, of the designer. Uh, the value of a programmable logic is that you can implement pretty much whatever you can think of. Uh, and we've really brought in that pro the fundamental value proposition of programmable logic along with these hard, hard um, blocks that I talked about earlier, the interface blocks I talked about earlier, to create a very flexible um, bridging chip. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, um, Subra, one of the things about you know advanced solutions is obviously uh, our engineering audience aren't um, dumb people; they can design it in. But it's always useful to have assistance. You know, get, that gets that last ten percent. You know, to get from a good design to a great design. Sometimes you need the uh, company to give you a little bit of support and uh, maybe a reference design or some. Uh, development tools or something to help mm -hmm. them get uh, their heads around it. What kind of support do you offer? 
Uh, sure. So when we uh, launched Crosslink, we also uh, launched about 10 different uh, IPs along with uh, Crosslink. Uh, these are mm-hmm. reference designs uh, uh, and uh, we have, uh, these are reference designs and IP, if you will. Uh, when I say reference design, I mean we have we also have demo, dem, um, demonstration systems uh, that we have launched along with uh, the along with the device. And these 10 different IPs that I talked about address multiple bridging applications, both on the camera side and on the display side. Uh, we have been servicing this market for a few years now, and we have a good sense of uh, what designers, designers are looking for, uh, which was the reason why we picked these 10 different IPs when we launched Crosslink. Um, along with this, you can imagine that uh, there are going to be uh, designers are going to come up with different ways of using our chip. Uh, given that we have programmable fabric written as a part of this chip, we can pretty much implement um, uh, the implement any custom bridging requirements for a designer as uh, as they may need. Right. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, um, that w- it's always nice to hear of solutions that especially help engineers with the integration aspect of it because uh, device integration is where the last real art is in, in today's design because so much is uh, modular and it, so much is piece, uh, you know, puzzle to put together. It's putting the pieces together right that makes a good product different from a great product. And so it's really nice to see better solutions that make that integration simpler. So I'm um, glad to have you come on the show and talk to us about it. Thanks, Alex. Uh, uh, one other thing I should mention is, uh, in addition to the design or engineering aspects of uh, of what Crosslink delivers, uh, Crosslink can also solve a bunch of business-related issues. For example, if you're, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it adds the flexibility of your procurement team to uh, to to source components from multiple vendors uh, and when you typically do that you need something to you need some glue in in the on the, on the system uh, to that enables you to interface to multiple different uh, different chips from different vendors so crosslink could uh, could also be used to add flexibility in your supply chain if you will got it got it well that's you know, and that's always nice because um that's one of the advantages of things like uh, adjustable uh, power chips and such. It allows you to really fle- be flexible in your design, lets you get away with using binned products. Um, but then again, anything of that nature that just simplifies the, the, the system design is just always useful. And so um, where, is there a drill down page on the website? Is there some place where they can get more information? Absolutely. If you uh, visit lattice.mi.com uh, slash crosslink, you'd be able to see uh, the landing page for the product. Uh, you'd also find all the links to the related IPs, and the development boards, uh, the data sheets, the tech notes, a white paper. Uh, everything is on. Uh, can be found at this landing page I just mentioned. Got it, got it. Well, um, Supra, one thing I always do before I close out my episode is I allow my guests to have the uh, last word in the show. So it could be a little bit more about the product or something about the company or just a tip for our audience. But the floor is yours. 
Sure. Thanks, Alex, for the uh, opportunity. Uh, yes, we're, we're really excited at Lattice to announce our first programmable uh, ASSP chip uh, targeting the uh, image uh, the image sensor and display uh, bridging markets. Uh, we have a myriad of solutions at Lattice, as I uh, talked about earlier. Uh, so please visit our website and uh, take a look at our product portfolio. I'm sure you're going to find something very interesting and unique at Lattice. Uh, we are the uh, world's... Uh, uh, let me just take a step back. We are the world leader in small form factor programmable logic chips. In fact, we have the world's smallest FPGA uh, uh, that anybody offers. Uh, so not many uh, may be uh, aware of this fact that we have FPGA starting at sizes as small as 1.4 by 1.4 millimeters, which is pretty darn small. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hey, Sue, like I said, I always appreciate companies to put more solutions in that toolbox for my audience. So I really appreciate what you guys and gals out there have done, and thanks for coming to the show. Thank you, Alex. Nice chatting with you. And I'd like oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for uh, PSD Casts and Power Systems Design. Have a great day.